1: Are you ready? Oh. <laughs> all right, welcome to our Friday pin Tips here. How are you doing today? You're asking me. I was asking. Yeah. yeah, I want to make sure. Hope all is well. Uh, we're going to do something a little bit different here today. We are going to interview Eric. Let's see how much he really knows. He actually has no idea what these questions are. I uh, put them together while I was driving on the way to work today uh, and typing them down. I'm ecstatic. Yeah. So you so, might learn something. Yeah, you might learn something. Or you might learn that I don't know anything. Well, we're, I mean, I'm not going to ask him like, what his favorite color is, so we're going to learn a little bit about planning here. So is Eric faking it or is he not? It occurs to me, we never did an actual interview formally, so here we go. All are right. Are you ready? Game time. Question number one. Should you buy a house right now? Personally, no. Personally, you wouldn't buy a house? No, okay. I would not. I, if if I, a client asks you, should I buy a house right now?
0: If a client asks me if, if to buy a house right now, first of all, you got to find out uh, the long-term, uh, When are they, how long are they staying in this house? Yep. Because if they're staying in the house for a six months, there's, there's some risk that comes into yeah, play. You're it. buying this thing to, hey, maybe try to move it in the next couple of years. I mean, the market's been really high. We don't, we don't have the crystal ball, but yeah, it's going to be really difficult to to try to advise that. But if you're wanting to say, hey, you know, we're moving there, we're selling our home, first of all, a lot of these right this second, Yeah, we're looking to relocate, we're selling our home, we're going, you know, to Florida, everybody's coming here. Oh, I was just going to say, coming here. you know how many people are changing states? A lot is- of clients are coming to Florida. Yep. Maybe it's us, maybe they, maybe they think we're cool, but either way, <laughs> even if not, the, the thing is, is they're already selling at the top of a market, so that's good. So then they're going to have to buy, though, at the top of a market. But this is their their forever home. They're not worried about getting the deal. But if you're looking for the deal, I don't I don't think I'd say right this second is the time.
1: I answered that question actually twice this morning, which made me think of it. And actually, I did a class uh, in the dojo for clients there. How much should you spend on a home specifically? Not... Not like, oh, just uh, 28% of your income. Specifically, how much should you spend? Yeah. How to use a model for that. Okay, so that was a softball. I'll give you one more softball here, and then we're going to get into it. Oh, great. Should you buy a car right now? Uh, it's a little different, because now we got to get to work and stuff. Should you? So this is an interesting one.
0: I actually had a client uh, just the other day called and uh, wanted to look to buy a car. Told me what it got approved for with the car. But they also want to buy a house coming up. Ooh. uh-oh. And, uh, and the, the thing that people don't realize is a lot of times the lender is not asking you anything other than what, what they need to know to get you qualified. They're oftentimes, and this isn't a dig, I know, you know, <laughs> there's somebody probably watching, yeah. and they're, they're You're a mortgage trouble. lender, and, and, and I've chatted with them, and they're a great person. And there's people that truly do want your best interest, but just generally speaking, you apply for a loan, hey, do you have the income or not? That's, that's the general approach there, and when that comes into play... If you're going to buy the car and you're also wanting to buy a house, you got to realize you go buy the car, it's going to mess up your debt-to-income ratio. Everything comes into play. So, so all of that to say, if you need a car, it's one thing. Um, prices are coming down. I'm starting to watch. I'm going to have to get a vehicle coming up. The Ford Focus, there's just some things going on with old old girl. Well, <laughs> and also, you don't but
1: have I, to spend a lot of money on a car. Like If yeah. you need a car and you love the Dodge Ram, right? You don't necessarily have to get the Dodge Ram. So that's where I get a little tough with people. Yeah. Uh, but I tend to agree with you on that one. Like, can you just hold out till buying the car? Do you really need it? Yeah. Okay. Not bad. But one, you got to be careful of too, with the car, right? The second,
0: just one more with that. And this client was in a, in that situation is a younger client and they didn't have the best credit score right this second it's even worse oh, because sometimes him. just rates in general on cars are way up so if you already don't have a good credit score and then you've got to go buy the car be careful uh, yep. don't don't put yourself in a spot that you don't need to be in
1: okay so you feel nice and relaxed now did we do a good job those were the softballs those right? were your softballs okay ready for the next one here no if a train leaves boston at nine fifteen a.m no i'm just kidding <laughs> I won't give you that. My,
0: my wife does things like that. She sees these things on, uh, like, I don't know, Facebook store, whatever the videos things. Yep. And um, and she'll see these questions and then she'll ask me. I, I hate to say, like, I love to have fun and I'm, I'm I, ha- I have a good time, but I sometimes can be pretty literal. Yeah. And so when you tell me something like this and you have to really think through it, sometimes I'm like, I get so aggravated because I mess them all up.
1: All right. I, I will. So that was a, a bit of a trick question. I'll give you an actual one here. Okay. What gets wet as it dries? Oh, great! So you are going to throw me these. But what? this this is just a fun one. I just thought of it. I what, didn't even write it down. What gets wet? What gets
0: wet as it, it dries? Dries. Yeah. Sorry for anybody wanting to watch financial topics. We're getting a little no, de- no. Red. Next, to
1: all of them are financial from here. All <laughs> no of them. I promise you. I just um, thought of this one.
0: What gets wet as
1: it dries? Yeah. Just trying to see what side of your brain you're using there. Obviously, not the not the proper side on this or any of them at this point right yeah so that's very true <laughs> 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 it's a trick question or it's not a trick question it's a riddle it is friday so you, when yeah. you you got to think outside of the box uh, a towel a towel gets wet as it dries you uh okay yeah, okay that's i didn't get that one either that's good that's good i didn't, get, that good. Either, good. Good. I good, didn't get it either i, like I just that. that was a fact i thought that i'm was was going home to ask my wife that okay What is one planning advantage that you often find for your clients when you actually dive in? Is there any common denominator there that you could say, I'll tell you what, generally for everybody, here's what you should think about because I see this all the time.
0: Uh, Withdrawal strategy.
1: Withdrawal strategy. Generally
0: speaking, withdrawal strategy tends to almost always be the same, though it all will depend on what the client's goals are. Okay. So, so I could always say that that, that would be one that I'd, I'd look at.
1: Okay. I find, I would agree with that one, that I find uh, it is non-existent in most clients. They had yet to even think of that. And remember, you, there's a return in your withdrawal strategy. You can make money doing that. So that counts yeah. as returns. Okay. Uh, how much should someone keep in their savings account at this point, not generally, just right now in life? Do you have an age for them or just in general? General. Well, let's go general on this. General. One. Um, okay. This is an easy one, just to relax you again. Yeah.
0: Oh, great. Another relaxer. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I would. I like the emergency res, emergency savings. Um, I think that three to six months is a good, just general rule, though it's going to depend on the client because very much so. Uh, if if you are so, I used to work for the fire department. Pretty safe job. A majority of the time, if you do get hurt, you're getting hurt at work, so you have workers' comp that's going to help cover and then you had your my spouse was a nurse so we both had pretty solid jobs yep that oftentimes they're not doing layoffs in so maybe the three months and you have dual incomes but maybe the single person who works in construction six months to a year because yeah that's... you know there, there's things that come into play there so it really does depend the good rule of thumb the three to six months the business owner definitely more than three months Yep. Definitely.
1: That's a good answer. So I actually like that answer because it has nothing to do with what Susie Orman, Dave Ramsey, Eric Powell, Dustin Tibbetts, uh, the other guys, right? It has nothing to do with what the general answer is and everything to do with your type of job. Are you a cyclical job? Are you a nurse where you're never getting fired? I mean, you're going to have to steal like narcotics to get basically kicked out there
0: yeah and then uh, you but also if you have a joint big joint brokerage account or a or an individual account that's already invested uh at least you have liquid money that's available though yes you don't want you know the market to fall and and then have to pull from
1: it but let's just say you lose your job at least you have you have something to get to okay good all right just a couple more here a couple more uh in all honesty what was the last financial planning question that stumped you that you had to say i gotta dig a little bit deeper I, have, I mean, I've got like a dozen of them, just to be honest. Because you guys are always, well, he's thinking of this. You guys are always thinking of like the way around things, which makes me think too, right? So when the day goes on and I have these really general questions and then somebody throws a curveball, it's like I hadn't looked at it that way in a while or my gosh, what are you trying to get away with? So it makes you think, what was yours?
0: I think it's one that I'm still working on right now. And we've, we've been talking uh, quite a bit recently. They're watching. I I know you're watching. I hope so. (laughs) And, um, and I told him the other day, I said, I feel like we're family now (laughs) We Ah. quite a bit. And so they're, they're in a very unique situation. And part of it is along the lines of, uh, they're not old, but they're retiring at a, at a good age to retire, but their children aren't young, but they're not all out of the house okay so it's this weird dynamic here because they're they've done very well for themselves they are going to have you know a pension as part of income well they want to look at doing roth conversions and that they're they're at a good point in their life to start talking through that but also they're at a position where eventually medicare is going to kick in and they have to be careful there's the irma you know tax uh, more that you're going to have to pay on medicare if you're not careful and then on top of that they're also looking at the same time because of where their children are in college planning and Mm. the more that they're showing is income the more you know they're gonna the The less they're going to get from fafsa so it's a it's a triple thing there that we're having to look at and talk through and really strategize because it's not a one that we can say hey you know it's it's we're going to find the best scenario for every situation instead we're really going to have to
1: prioritize on the goals so then then Solve that. You're, you so you're basically you're saying it's not, not not one question. It's truly this is the first plan that it hasn't stumped you. It's just we got to find the right way to go, and there's almost like not a right answer.
0: It, yeah, and I wouldn't say it's yeah yeah it's definitely not a uh, one to stump. It's just more of goal planning. It's been challenged but with that same person though, what's really interesting is they have a child that's um, and, and i'll ask you if you've realized this. So Social Security, if somebody retires. And they are able to get Social Security, they can take it. And if they have a child under 18, the child can get, I think it's half the Social Security. Yeah, same if the, if the father or mother passed away. But this is if they're and they're able to get it and the child's under 18. So there's a thing that, it's, it's that's what I'm saying. It's like,
1: that hasn't happened to me, actually. That,
0: that's what, and that, that, she asked me that and I'm like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah, so uh, we got to really, I said, this isn't one that I'm, I'm in, I can't say that I've, I'm an expert on this. Why
1: do I always, I always get the bummer ones, like where one of the, the father or the mother dies and the kid's 16. You know, so that I'm really well versed with, but yeah. I never seem to get the happy ones. Okay, we're going to make it sweat a little bit and then we'll wrap it up. All right. Do you believe ESG should be a consideration when investing?
0: I'm going to say that I, I, I want to take the high road on this one in a sense. And I only say... No, you.
1: Not the high road. Do you Oh, believe? okay. Okay.
0: Well, I was going to say it all. I was all on personal preference. Um, I think and what you think. But no. Uh, as far as everything goes, as far as what we've looked at, you know, ESG does not ultimately outperform the markets. and It's uh, not possible. And so, yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, there's a lot of people that can look at it different ways. And ultimately, I respect anybody's decision though from an investment perspective if you're solely looking at investments it's not not the best situation
1: i've had people that feel passionately about alcohol uh, adult entertainment gambling tobacco things like that that's you know obviously i can understand that Uh, certain religions can't get dividends they can't be involved in alcohol and stuff i certainly understand that i have not had one person mention an esg score in relation to their investments or could i score some of their investments so I was just curious if you had that question too. Yeah. No, I, uh, I think I've had some people
0: just request maybe not to invest in like major oil, certain yeah. things like that. And yeah. You know, we can That's always something. That. Fossil fuels things. Yeah.
1: And it, it could be because you've been burned. Like if I had an advisor, sure. I would highly request that they don't invest in biotech stocks because every time I seem to invest in one of them suckers, they burn me. So I don't do it anymore. <laughs> Lesson learned. Okay. Uh, would you rather have higher non-qualified dividend return or a lower qualified dividend return? Depends on my tax bracket. Okay, that's easy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: let me break that down real quick though because because if if you're you're listening and you're, you don't quite grasp what we're saying here, and so the non-qualified dividend is basically going to be taxed at your ordinary income tax bracket. Your qualified dividend is going to be taxed at you know generally long-term capital gains. and so with all of that being said, if I have you know a massive tax bracket, a really high tax bracket, then I'm going to be taxed at you know 30, 37% of the top of the tax bracket, roughly, that's going to really crush me. But if you know I have a really low tax bracket, maybe I'm only making 10 grand a year, just I'm retired, whatever the case is, and I have, have this coming in, it may not hurt
1: me. Okay, good one. And if you're uh, sitting in front of Congress right now and you had to pick one or the other, Ooh. no explanation. Okay. If someone is 40 years old, has $100,000 in an account, you don't know which type, would you prioritize returns or prioritize volatility, meaning lower volatility, or would you focus on returns regardless of the volatility? Returns. Returns. Okay. 100%. Because?
0: Absolutely. Because uh, at 40 years old, unless the average retirement age is 40, which is far from that, yeah. there's no sense in worrying about volatility at that age. If Instead, we need to focus on educating the 40-year-old to be able to withstand
1: the volatility and get the higher returns. Got it. And then you can have at this one here, because unfortunately this one's come up a lot. Uh, A lot of clients pass away, family members pass away. So I've had a lot of questions based on that. How do you personally handle your disaster plan with your wife? Meaning if you die today, how does she know what to do? (laughs) <laughs> so this is this is a good one This Take is it away. <laughs> a, a
0: current one well this is a current one um, I think I mentioned in a recent video a client of ours and a long time uh, somebody that I really got to know I would consider a friend uh, passed away and it, it opened up my eyes as well as an advisor doesn't mean that we're not human and sometimes we get busy with work and we're not thinking through things and I really started to structure and develop a strategy to make sure that first of all you know you've got the will in place second you have uh, really a, a layout of where everything is for my wife. Yeah, the will should direct a lot of that, but a lot of it, she just doesn't know everything. She's, and yep. not that she doesn't, it's it's just that I'm just doing different things. I work in finance, so I don't want to make it, hey, my wife doesn't know anything, but sometimes she's just like, I trust you with this. I, I know, you know, you've got it. I'll, you know, run big purchases by her, but I'm not, you know, if I'm making a shift in a, an investment account she just she's okay with it and so so with that said i'm really trying to draw this out as a map for her and also i did you know i've truly told her like if something were to happen to me tomorrow you know dustin is the best person to go talk to oh that's nice yeah because i mean i I trust you number one and number two i do know that you're educated and and we have a lot of the same views investment philosophy and Mm -hmm. strategy Mm -hmm. and just being able to to guide her and also not there were people there were people I've worked with in the financial industry that I'd be like never go talk to that person if something oh same to me. here same here <laughs> and it's it's you know they're gonna sell you everything under the sun um I just know that that's not you I know that's not our business uh you know cool maybe that's a plug maybe it's not <laughs> that's so, the truth though
1: if something happens to you your wife's gonna be calling huh okay
0: yeah there's man. there's a you know a little bit of money and
1: a lot of life insurance. Hmm. i <laughs> so think through that just a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Don't, 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 don't plan, plan uh, taking me out, though. Come on now.
1: Uh, so for my wife, it's a little different because her, um, when her grandfather passed away, her grandmother literally did not even know how to use a debit card. And that, that's just a product of that generation. But yeah. we had to take her to the gas station and show her how to do this and what that meant. And if it asked for your PIN, what do you do? Uh, that was a headache. So we literally just have a little binder that just says, open when. And so it's one of those things, you don't have to define it. You know, when to open the book and I, I put it in her craft room. Uh, so it's a place that she knows more than I do and she'll know how to find it. There you go. Simple as that. You know, today is, uh, our Monday is president's day.
0: You have any more questions by the way? I'm done. You did okay. great. Uh, you, That's a pass in my Mond- book. Monday's president's day. Got something for you guys. Oh, my so, God. uh, so <laughs> I read this today. I... All right. So where did George Washington go shopping? To buy his hatchet. I, I don't know.
1: The chopping mall. <laughs> oh,
0: <gosh. laughs>
1: they get worse. Friendly jokes yes. you can share with your kids and your kids will even go, what? Yeah. I'd be like, geez, that was dumb. <laughs> that's what it was like. Okay. But that's, that's Eric for you. Now you know a little bit more about Eric and how he mm. thinks here. And what do you think? Did he pass? Let us know below if he passed or if he said something that you disagree with. I don't. I think you did pretty good. Thanks. Uh, Really good, actually. So, uh, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for watching.